If you ever wanted your product in the supermarket, you're going to love today's show. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio. Today's theme, getting your product to the supermarket. Hi, I'm Daniel Laxton. And I'm Leah Laxton. And this is the Dream Job Radio. Don't forget to check out this episode and all of our past and future episodes at dreamjobradio.tv and subscribe in iTunes so you'll never miss an episode. If you have any questions, feel free to tweet me or Leah. It's at Daniel Laxton's or at Leah Laxton's. Or at dreamjobradio. Yeah. And then there's also dreamjobradio.tv. You can leave a comment. Well, today's special guest, Brad Gruno. He's an entrepreneur, and he's the founder of Brad's Raw Foods. Brad's Raw Foods is a natural superfood manufacturer and the leader in the raw food movement. It's uh, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, but best of all, it tastes fantastic, and it has a great crunchy flavor. Yes. If you'd like to try some of Brad's Raw Foods chips, uh, go to Whole Foods. That's where you'll find them, right there on the shelves. So then we'd like to say, Brad, welcome to the Dream Job Radio Show. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be on. Well, it's exciting to meet successful ones like you uh, because a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs and they're, they're wanting to learn uh, some of the things that can get them into the store, so to speak. Now, mm-hmm. your story is a little bit different because there was a transformation in your life. But uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about, about that transformation and how that is what led to creating the brand Brad's Raw Foods? Um, yeah, I actually, you know, um, stumbled across the raw food diet, you know, and, and that's kind of really where the, the whole thing started. But I, I was always, I've always been an entrepreneur and I was just, you know, heavily involved in the telecommunications construction company until the whole dot-com crash, you being from Austin, you know. Oh, yeah. And I was a part of that little, you know, crash out in the fiber optic world. We used to install fiber optic cable all over the United States. And so it became a glut, and everything kind of just, you know, all the investors pulled out. MCI, everybody just kind of just stopped. And um, so I had lost my construction company, doing very, very well in that time. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do now? You know, I mean, it was completely just ended like that overnight. Kind of like this whole housing housing industry that just went boom. Yeah. What well, year was that? That was back in uh, year uh, like 2001. That's oh, exactly yeah, yeah. the time we had yeah. a construction yeah. business, same thing. Yeah. 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 So here I was, you know, 46 years old, 47 years old. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, starting life all over again, basically, you know. <clears throat> so I, I kind of just took a couple of years off to myself to kind of really figure out I wasn't very happy about the whole thing, just lost a bunch of money. It's like having to start over again. So I was depressed. Yeah. 40, 40 pounds over our weight. Here I was having to start life all over again. And, you know, and I just, um, so I actually went ahead and um, got into, uh, just in my head, just thinking, man, I just want to feel better. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, I got to get myself in shape. I'm 40 pounds overweight. So I just kind of, you know, I stumbled across a raw food diet. Never heard of these raw foodies, you know. You probably heard about more of them in Austin, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but I was just never in that world. I just lived the, the corporate environment, doing very well, eating steaks and just, you know, bottles, expensive bottles of wine every night, and that's just the way I lived my life. And I like to say or mention right now, you look really skinny. 
<laughs> I mean, in a yeah. healthy way. I mean, I carry, yeah. I, I used to carry a lot of weight on my face, you know. Yeah. But I went from hey. two hundred and like twenty four pounds down to about one hundred and eighty. Wow. You know? Yeah. Wow. Much healthier. I was when I was in my twenties, in my teens. You know what I mean? I just went right back to what I was when I was younger. It was just all extra added fat on me, you know, as I got older. <clears throat> and um, so I stumbled across the raw, the raw food diet, but my Aunt Joyce had mentioned that, you know, she wanted to lose weight. She found this raw food restaurant and she started, you know, she went there for classes and she's making all this raw food and I never understood it. So she, I have 27 cousins and she invited a bunch of cousins over her house and, hey, I'm going to make this five course meal out of all raw food. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. And uh, I'm up for a free uh, meal, you know, but I tried it. It was really good. And, um, but it wasn't enough to really like wake me up about what raw food was, you know? And, um, you know, we never get taught nutrition in school. We just kind of went along eating the four food groups, right? Um, cheese, meats, candy, um, cow, the the things that sell, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, the things that we watch television, they just blitz and brainwashes every day, you know? Yeah. But um, so I, she had this disc that was called Eating that I have it on my website, you know, that I sell. And I watched this disc, and it was just a couple doctors that weren't really selling anything, just talking about the obesity, um, you know, the sicknesses, the diseases, and all this stuff that's happening. And it just, you know, I don't, I don't know if it had something to do with eating the meal before, then watching that disc, then something just clicked in my head. And the next day I went 100% raw, eating nothing but a plant-based raw diet. You know, which is just fruits, vegetables, seeds, and nuts, and everything was raw. So uh, I, w- I start reading a lot of books, and I-, I heard all these stories that people go raw and they detox, they don't feel good. So I was kind of prepared because when I started eating it for the first couple weeks, I was. I had flu like symptoms, I was sick, I was tired, you know, until about maybe the third, fourth week. I really started to feel good. You know what I mean? I started to lose some weight, and I mean, I just felt terrific. Enough that would keep me going to, you know, to continue doing this diet. And your thinking was probably clearer, too. Oh, my God. Everything changed. My sleeping patterns, you know, my thinking, it was crystal clear. I felt like I was in a cloud. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, the first time ever in my life that anything ever made me feel that great, you know? And it just, like, it kept me kept me involved it wasn't like something you just get into for a little bit and you get out you know what I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um so I I, I stayed in it because I just felt so good and ended up in the after the first three months I lost 40 pounds and just went right back to the shape that I was when I was younger and just felt great more energy sleeping but just every other thing so I kind of maintained that rawness for about a year and um so then I, I really got absorbed into the raw food communities, you know, by, thank God, a face, Facebook, I connected these raw foodies in Austin and California. And I, you know, start just learning more, learning more. And then, it, and then had the time because I wasn't working to go around and really visit a lot of these guys, you know, and really to see how they ate and juiced a lot. And, you know what I mean? It just, I just learned so much from that. And um, so then I started to make, you know, I used to dehydrate chips make them for snacks for myself. Now I am feeling better. I'm really like, okay, I'm ready. You know, it's like, what am I going to do next in life? I was in telecommunication construction, always did construction. So I was going to get into the, um, it was going to get into uh, like the wind power, thinking something construction wise. So I went to a go green convention 
in Austin, Texas, or not Austin, in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And I bumped into this guy and he's selling living salsa, you know? And, uh, and I'm like, I went up to him. Now I understand the raw food world, living food. It's about enzymes and, you know, just living food to make us feel better. So I went up and he's sitting there selling his salsa with these dead tortilla chips, the way I look at them, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like raw chips to be served. Well, I guess I never really found what I liked. I'm like, wow, really? I said, I make them for myself. Because, you know, eating raw, I would just make every month, I'd make a batch of these chips out of vegetables and seeds. And I would just make a big bag and I'd kind of just munch on them for weeks, you know. And that was kind of my snack in between salads because I needed a crunch, you know. It's just like I can't just drink green smoothies and salads every day. You got to have some crunch in your life, you know. Absolutely. uh, So I went ahead and and told this guy, he goes, you know, so it kind of made me think because he said, Brad, you got really a neat product, these chips, you know. He goes, well, I'd love to try them. So there was another show in New York City, you know, like a couple months later. He goes, why don't you make a bunch of your chips, meet me at this show in New York mm-hmm. City, and I'll introduce your chips in my salsa. Awesome. I'm like, hey, cool. I'll meet you down there. So I made a big batch, big bag of them. You know, I go down to New York City and um, – Went up to his booth, helped him set his booth up, and then we opened up, and people start coming in. And so he's up there sampling. I'm just kind of in the back background watching this guy, you know. And so he's just sampling, talking about his salsa, living enzymes, the whole nine yards. And then somebody would ask, hey, what about this chip? It's really weird, you know. And he'd say, hey, talk talk to this guy back here. So I start telling the guy, yeah, they're just vegetables. I grind them up, and I, I put flax seeds in there and buckwheat groats and soak them and grind them up and, and just uh, spread them on a tray and dehydrate them. You know, and people are like, wow, that is so, you know, I mean, just like, it's like a meal in a bag, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's kind of new to me. And just really hearing the response from these people, you know what I mean? Over and over again about how impressed and they're like, and I was, you know, um, uh, I, I, I was thinking about the price of them. It was just like, if I had a small bag of these, I'd have to sell these things for like seven, eight bucks. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Who's ever pay that much for these chips? You know, so that was what I struggled with in my head. And so I'm sitting there, just keep talking to people this show. And about an hour and a half later, honest to God, I had a swarm of people around me. Everybody wanting to know more about these chips. To the point where everybody wasn't talking about this guy's salsa anymore. Don't you feel sorry <laughs> for that guy? Finally, <laughs> he turned to me and said, Brad, he goes, I hate to do this to you, but I got to get these chips off the table. Yeah, and I'm like, dude. Yeah. No problem. Because that's when the light bulb went off in my head. Like, I'm going to make these chips and sell them. Oh, yeah. You know? And uh, so then I, 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 what I did, I went home and I started making some. And, and, uh, and I went to my local farmer's market just to see if people would buy them for $7 a bag. And I swear to God, I couldn't make them fast, fast enough at the farmer's wow. market. And then I opened up another farmer's market. I had four farmer's markets a week I'd go to. And it was just mainly for, you know... Just like a proof of concept, you know, mm-hmm. would people really buy these things? Mm-hmm. And then once everybody would buy them so much, so I went ahead to my local health food store, you know, and I got my packaging right and got the uh, nutritional label facts on there and, and start selling to local stores. And I'd sample in stores. And then we got into whole, you know, then we got into whole foods. And then it was and just one whole foods at a time. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, well, we could always ask that later, but I mean, 
when you went to Whole Foods, I mean, do you just, is there a product line or say someone's out there wants to get their product into Whole Foods or if they have, you know, maybe a health food product or something like that. Yeah. Uh, what's the right person to talk to to well, introduce what, your product? Yeah. I, I mean, seriously, just start right at, the, right at the store level. If you just go in there and ask for your grocery manager. There you go. Wow. You know, yeah, just yeah. go in there and ask for him and say, hey, I've got this. I mean, I went in there with my bag. Huh. Hey, who's your grocery manager? Oh, that's Joe in the back. He's not here right now. When when does he work? Okay, good. He's going to be here tomorrow? Cool. I came back again the next day. Hey, Joe, hey. taste this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it did. Just come taste it. You know, what do you think? It's, oh, wow, it's pretty neat, you know? And okay, what do I uh, do from here? Well, i got to get you some paperwork to fill out, you know? Okay. You know, oh, and then wow. once I had that little contact, he would then court, you know, he would then, you know, get in touch with his main office because Whole Foods is they they love supporting the locals. Absolutely. So right yeah. at the store level, you can get your foot in the door. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Well, we yeah. know that uh, Brad's Raw Foods, I guess, actually started in 2009. A um, few years back, most of us remember, it was kind of the, the Great Recession was just kicking off. So what was it like to, I guess, start this company, launch this journey at the bottom of the recession? How did, how did you make that work? Well, I guess, number one, you, you just you can't be thinking about, you know, the recession. I did. Not, I mean, I just kind of, you know, it's something I was very passionate about that I think that, number one, that really helped because it changed my life, these chips. Mm -hmm. And it's such an unhealthy, you know, place out there. And I just, I guess I never even thought about that. You know what I mean? I just kind of went in there. I felt good about it, you know, and just, you know, it's something I was passionate about that really is going to help help your life and everybody today wants to lose weight you know and feel better and I just think it's so much about the food and I think that you know you, 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 you know in any business you can't think of all the negativity stuff and we could sit there and think about it all day long and we just like you know just just go for what you believe in you know yeah. I think you know I just really believe that well I can sell these in a farmer's market well I can sell them in your health food store you know and then once I once I can sell it and prove it to myself that I can sell it in one store, you know, why not two? Why not four? Why not 10? Why not a hundred? Why not a thousand? You know? Awesome. So I guess that the, the whole, um, downturn economy, you know, it just really can't stop people. I think, you know, number one, it was, you know, it was in an area that was needed. Educate, yeah. health. It's not like I, opened up a business to build houses you know right. that's yeah that's what it seems like if the the demand's there then it's not going to matter really what sure. the economics yeah you kind of have to look around and like you know kind of get a feel what the next thing is out there and uh -huh. just by looking around and you know um you know health just being such a big thing staring us right in our face you know what i mean it's a big issue hey, yeah you're, you're listening to the dream job radio show our special guest is Brad Gruno, an entrepreneur and the owner of Brad's Raw Foods. Uh, so fear is something that we all have to overcome, though, mm -hmm. especially the recession. Just don't allow the fear, allow the passion to take over. Fear is a tough one, I'll tell you. You know, you don't know how many times after me losing everything, and then I, 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 I really, I invested everything I had into this company when I got started, and. And, and certain days I get really excited about it, you know, and then you get one person that kind of talks negative about it and like, whoo, I get right back in that fear mode. Like, oh, my God, <laughs> thing, you know? Yeah. And, you know, the biggest thing is, is just, 
you know, what I did, I just kept myself healthy. I just, you know, I exercised and it just, it made me feel so much better inside. And okay, a little fear that day, I'll feel better tomorrow. And I usually did. I just get up again and just keep right back at it, you know? I love it. My, my other yeah. question is, is, you know, when you're starting your business, uh, you, you had your own dehydrator and things like that. When you went into a larger production, you know, to be able to fill the shelves with Whole Foods, how did you transition from that? I know it's off the record here on the notes, but uh, how did you transition from, from your own home uh, manufacturing yeah. to a factory manufacturing? Well... It's just like a lot of little planning. You have to really think through it. But I did. I figured, you know, just trying to tell you where I started and where I am today. But when I first started, I did this in a house when it, in a couple Excalibur dehydrators. Mm -hmm. wow, you know, yeah. I would make them for myself and it would last me all month. And then I started making them for a couple stores or just the farmer's markets when I got started. But then I, then I, I took a one-car garage and I converted it into my little first chip factory right on an organic farm. Wow. And... Um, so then I bought like 60 hydrators, you know, and, but I had, I ended up, I think I ended up getting like maybe 30 of these dehydrators on this wall <clears throat> before I was completely you know, working in this place seven days a week. Yeah. So, but what I did to answer your question is like, I didn't take on more stores than what my facility can handle. Mm -hmm. I kind of determined how much can I make in this thing six days a week? So, okay, that's going to make, you know, X amount of bags, and it's like divided by my stores, and I wouldn't take one any more stores. Smart. And then once, I, then once I proved that week after week after week, I'm like, okay, I'll just go get more stores. So then I, I got a 4,000-square-foot a facility, and I remember getting into this place. It was so huge to me after being in a one-car garage, you know, and then I just bought, you know, 35 more dehydrators, you know, <laughs> and – then I needed places to store my boxes, and it just, next thing you know, within three months after getting this 4,000-square-foot facility, I was up, and the building was full. I was at max capacity. Wow, you awesome. You know what I mean? Because once you had the product, then it was just a matter of getting in more stores. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I just ran up the street. Okay, I need, I need 20 more stores. So once I start selling the 20 more stores, I filled that place. I'm like, okay. I need a bigger place. It sounds like Dogfish Head too. You, I don't know if you know the beer Dogfish Head. Uh, no, but they're so popular they can't they can't make enough beer. Say, I think even Sam Adams was that way too. That they had to yeah. they had to quit selling to certain states. Uh, yeah. because they just they couldn't keep up with capacity. Yeah, and it's right. smart to I mean, not take on more than you can really handle. You know, and yeah, you're ready you to move up. It's like you know going on Oprah. You know, uh -huh. in my little one-car garage on a popular chip, right? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I couldn't supply. Because yeah. I mean, people offered a lot of things to me about doing certain kind of marketing. I'm like, no, I can't do that. You know, you know, just getting on the uh, Today Show where Hoda talked about my chips. That just blew my computers up. Wow. You know, just Hoda <laughs> said it changed their life eating my chips, and all of a sudden, my computer just was smoking. You know what I mean? Just like people order like all day long. So I had a taste of what that was like when you get at the right media or right television show, what they can do for you. It's amazing. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. Well, talking about expanding, we know that you've expanded a lot. You've started mostly on the East Coast. We were talking about we would mm -hmm. had your chips in New York, uh, I want to say it was a year or two ago. But now you're out in San Francisco, Portland. You're expanding out there. 
How mm-hmm. have you managed to expand so quickly? I guess it kind of goes into what we were yeah. talking about with production. But right, how, right. how are you getting it out there? Um, well, I kind of, you know, I guess going from that 4,000-square-foot plan, I moved into a 14,000-square-foot plan. And once I built that out, I then figured out my max capacity, what I can do. So it just then I just took one more Whole Foods and took one like Wegmans Grocery Stores, which is here on the – East Coast, pretty big chain, and um, and then you know I was just able to expand and just um, um, your question again now exactly what was it again I'm sorry yeah so how have you expanded it sounds like kind of you've just organically grown it like as um, you've it added did. a few more stores basically and just yeah it just kind of grew to my own facilities and then once. Again, it's like all the way along because it's so new to me, this food industry. I kept having to prove myself. It was a little scary going out there. So it's like once I moved in this bigger place before I'm like build a place on the West Coast, let me see if I can build that up. And I, it just grew so fast once I had the capacity because there's just millions of stores out there, you know. Awesome. So, you know, once I kind of worked the whole East Coast, I'm like, wow, I got the whole West Coast out here. And, I, and now I'm already my East Coast plants full. I mean, here it is. I'll probably do $12 million this year in kale. I mean, who would have ever awesome. known? Who would have believed you know what I mean? Yeah. Fantastic. So, and in such a short period of time, I and mean, we're talking about three years ago, right. uh, you, you got this thing going. So that's pretty yeah, fantastic, yeah, yeah. Brad. Well, I mean, uh, my experience, I mean, I have grown and scaled companies very quickly in my past in telecommunications. So I did have that experience about, you know, uh, starting companies and growing them very quickly, like when they were building the fiber optic net networks for across the United States, MCI and AT&T, they were like, we need 300 miles of cable in in three months. And we're like, you can't do it. They said, we don't care what it costs. Do it. You know what I mean? And, and we would move 200 guys into an area and put them in hotels and had to scale very quickly. So I had the experience of running companies and scaling things very quickly. And I had a good team of people that I have worked with scaling things very quickly so when my company started to scale quickly I went and grabbed these guys that were so good that I was familiar with working with and I said guys come help me and they're like we don't know anything about the food business I said guys it has nothing to do with food right now it's growing something very quickly and you guys know how to help we all knew how to work together and it's just getting a good team of people yeah I I love that so taking that past experience that you had as an entrepreneur and even your past connections in a completely yep. different field and building this new thing. Exactly. So, and speaking about that, we know we've talked about before you were a busy, stressed out businessman with with your other business and now it's evolved and obviously I'm in a much happier place. So how's your life as an op- entrepreneur different this time around? Well, number one, it's something that I'm just so passionate about. You know what I mean? It's something that really made me feel better. You know, it, it's, it's, it's just... You know, I was working before, it was just all about the money, and it was in a corporate environment, it was just all about the money. This, to me, it just totally organically happened. It was something that I'd, I'd love to get up and talk about how it changed my life or how it made me feel better. And, you know, just to be able to help somebody else feel better or lose weight or feel better, there's nothing like that. You know what I mean? I, I never had that before. Like, Oh, MCI, you're going to feel better at the end of the day because I put in two more miles of fiber optic cable. <laughs> exactly. What a passion. Yeah. I mean, I'm, individually, I'm helping people, and it's like breaking them into something they never heard about when I never heard about it. It was, you know, 
what a great feeling it is to, you know, to, you know, have someone where I was so caught up into the corporate world and unhealthy and never even thought about food, never even thought about, it, you know what I mean? You're truly giving, you're giving back to society. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, is you're such a success story. Uh, the, the story, the, the things that you've shared with us are, are fantastic. But uh, is there anything that, you know, if you had a flux capacitor or DeLorean of some sort that you can go back in time? Is there anything that you would have changed or made different? In this company that I'm in right now? Yeah. Honestly, you know, I look back right now, and honestly, I really couldn't change a thing because it all just happened so organically that I really, you know, I look back and I'm like, you know, it just, I really, I really couldn't. You know what I mean? Everything yeah, just yeah. kind of just flowed. You know what I mean? Everything worked smooth because I was so passionate about it. And, you know, it did it grow quickly and it did. And, I, and, I, and I, I guess, you know, I was just able to pull the right team of people together. And that's what it comes down to is really pulling a good team that understands when you're growing this quickly like this. You know, you need a good support system and good people. You know? That's awesome. And so just, if somebody's interested in trying uh, Brad's Raw Chips or any of the Brad's Raw Foods products, uh, just go in and, and ask ask if they're there, and if they're not, get them to order them in, or yeah, how does that work. Yeah, no, we're pretty much in all the Whole Foods. There's a couple regions awesome. that we're not in Whole Foods yet. We're not um, actually in the Texas, Austin, Dallas. We haven't even approached them yet because we got the East Coast, and then we wanted to go to the West Coast and go up and down the West Coast, and then yeah. we're going to probably go to Texas and. And actually, Chicago. After that, so awesome. we're just gonna have a little, you know, a little plan, I guess, in our head. But um, you know, but we're all, you know, we're all, we're all through Canada. But for a lot of people that maybe it's not in their stores, we sell everything on our website. Just go to bradsrollfoods.com. Check out our web. Check out our website, or go to you know follow us on Facebook. We have seven day roll challenges on our Facebook. Just go to Brad's Roll Seven Day Challenge, or Brad's Roll Chips on Facebook, and kind of follow us, and we. You know, just we have some new products that are coming out, and, um, and it just everything we can just order everything online. You know, is That's there any awesome. trade shows if anyone wants to come up and say hello uh, that you might be attending this year? Yeah, well, we're we probably do about right right now just about every big trade show. Like there's a couple big ones: Expo East, Expo which East. is uh, usually in D.C., Expo West, which is in Anaheim, California, and um, we'll you know we'll be doing those and all the. The, the large shows now in every major city that we will actually be doing. And then um, we actually, uh, I just um, signed a, a deal with Random House Crown with a book deal just last oh, week. Awesome. That's good. Um, Congrats. Really excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Can we plug the book name? or Because no, it'll probably be no, another year or so. That's one thing you kind of lose control of. But what's yeah. going to be on the cover of that book when you make a deal with like a random house? Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, let's look forward to, to that book when it comes up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you have to come back yeah. and give us an update. Yeah, sure. maybe do another show. Totally, totally. Okay. I'd, love, I'd love to. I'm going to be getting a – we'll be doing a tour around the United States in buses and stopping in every major mm. city. I love so it. So maybe I can stop and meet you guys personally. That, that would be, be great. awesome. We'd yeah. love yeah. to have you down Come to Austin. our house. we got uh, four taps. Uh, do, you, do you drink beer on your diet? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course yeah, I do. Right. I make that, organic That's a raw beer. food, right? Organic. It has to be organic, yeah. right? There you go. <laughs> no, I just think anything in moderation now. That's right. Just, exactly. I'm more – I'm not 100% raw foodie. I did it for a year. I think it's great. I think – I look at it now as a cleanse. I yeah. cleansed mm -hmm. out. Now, let me get myself on a better balanced diet, and I, and I believe just adding more raw foods to your diet will, will really change. So it's kind of like an 80-20. Just add more fruits, vegetables, 
and it's adding. It's not taking anything out of your diet. Eat everything you were eating, but just eat more fresh vegetables, and you'll tend to eat less, and you'll get more nutrients in your body. So more of like an 80-20 type diet. That's kind of what I'm after. And I'm looking at raw food and juicing as just as a good cleanse. And that's what my book's about. It's about a 60-day cleanse. And it's just weaning yourself off all this processed foods and and meats and then going through a 30-day cleanse of nothing but raw foods and then getting yourself better on an 80-20 type diet. That's what the book's about. And giving you a day-by-day plan on exactly what to do and how to do it. Well, we look forward to that. For sure. Well, this is the Dream Job Radio Show. Our special guest has been Brad Gruno. He's yeah. an entrepreneur. He's the founder of Brad's Raw Foods. And uh, he's actually helping society with, with his, his passion. So thank you so much, Brad, for coming on our show. Well, thank you guys, too. I really, really enjoyed it. I'd love to come back again soon. We'd love it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.